and welcome back to another podcast with Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi LeBouf. And I am your host, Daddy Steven. Or Uncle Boo. Or you can just call me Steven. I was it wondering what you were going with that. I was like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Either way, I'm going to scare you today. We've got <laughs> some good stuff lined up for you little hitchies. His stories, I think, are better than mine. I got, yeah, well, but first, we need to, uh... Oh, we do want to address that this is the 13th episode. 13th episode, very creepy, guys. Yeah, we did realize that, and we were like, Next time we needed, man, we should have tried to do it on, like, a Friday the 13th, but, eh, oh, well. Yeah, but that would have, like, we had to, we would have had to actually, like, plan, plan, Yeah, I know, that'd be kind of hard to do. But next time, if there's a uh, Friday the Thirteenth episode, that I mean, if there's a Friday the Thirteenth coming up, that'd be we'll do a special on Friday the Thirteenth. Okay. So, so, so. Tell them what we're on. Dad, come on. I used to hate that because at my uncle's, he had a cabinet PK, and I'd oh, always yeah. watch them. Oh God. I mean, I like going out there. It was fun, but when I'd have to go take the trash out at night. I and, don't do yeah. that. I'm still scared. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we want to first give shouts out to everybody who's been listening. There's, um, oh, there's a of lot. Of course, the States. We got Bangladesh, uh, Ireland, the UK. Uh, I think we got some other new ones, but I don't remember. We have German, uh, Germany, Germany, Austria. Excuse we have me. Australia, too. I think Dad might have said that one. Um, we have... A lot. <laughs> we have got like four or five countries that's listening to us, I think. And then in the States, oh my God. The list is long. There's Michigan, Texas, Ohio, North Carolina, Arizona, Arizona District of Columbia. Um, Texas. Yeah, Texas. Um, I mean, it's... As that's just off the top of our yeah, heads. Yeah, it's off the top of our heads. There's like, I think, There's 10. so many more. But um, thank you all for that. Yes, thank you guys so much. And we uh, got an email today about uh, another uh, another uh, platform platform that seen the that me and Lexi's podcast is doing pretty good and asked us to come over. And I'm thinking about doing it too to give y'all a bigger range, but I'm just I'm kind of waiting. I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't want to jump into too too much stuff and overload myself because another good news is Lexi can tell you we got our what fixed. Oh, we got our sound fixed. So, so if, yeah, we don't sound like, you know how you notice, like, in some episodes, like, I was higher, I and he really was higher, low. and the other one person was, like, lower. Yeah, it's like, and look it was, on the ghost stories. Yeah, so we got that fixed. It was really easy. We just didn't notice it. Yeah, <laughs> we, we just didn't know what to people. do. I eventually had to email the platform and say, hey, where am I screwing up? And we figured that out. And we were figuring a lot out as we go yes. on. So and we're slowly getting better. Have y'all noticed the music I've been putting in? Yes, we're putting in Because one music. day, me and Lexi had to get together and go back and re-edit every Everything. episode we did. That took so, a little bit. Yeah. But, but we're going to get better today. And that's we are also thing. on, we got a Facebook page. We had this huge uh, photo shoot the, uh, last Saturday. We are on Facebook. It's uh, Ghost Stories Told from the South. And then our Instagram is South Texas Ghost. Twitter is the same thing. The email is Ghost Stories Told from the South at gmail.com. Um, and we are on Spotify, Spotify Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Stitcher. Yeah. That's, that, that's, it. that's it, right? Yeah. And then I'm getting this, like I said, I'm trying to get my Patreon page done where I have Lexi's podcast, my niece's podcast. Oh, and some special news again. Yeah, uh, we're working on tonight, it. Tonight, Lexi and my daughter, well, Lexi and her sister, they're going to do they're going to do two episodes tonight of their uh podcast coming up and we're going to publish it and put it out tonight. There will be one episode available, but this one, uh, this this podcast will debut. Uh, will come out every Tuesday. Yeah. So Tuesday is for Lexi's. Uh, what's it? Tell them about the oh, one you and your sister. Me I don't... and my sister Stephanie. We're going to be doing like a little podcast. It's called What's Really Out There, and it's a combination of stuff. Like this one's about ghost stories, and this the one me and my sister are doing. It's like conspiracy theories, Mandela effects. 
um, unsolved mysteries and murders and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like a combination of stuff. Just like stuff that you really don't know what's true but like intrigues you and stuff like that. And we're going to get an Instagram page going and a Facebook page. And we will have an email set up. I'm yes. going to get on that and fiddle with it. Hey, y'all check out, you know, the pictures we did for our Facebook. That was pretty cool. They look Oh, really yeah. We good. haven't uploaded all of them yet. We're waiting till we're, like, more and more. And we're using them, too, for, like, um, promoting. So, but, and we are trying to use them as our pictures whenever our, as our, like, if you'll notice our, like, album covers, I guess that's what you could say, like, um, the covers of our podcast things. We're trying to get them to upload, but we're having technical difficulties with that. Well, they're loading, but they're loading sideways. Instead of regular. So instead of me standing regular, I'm like... Like sideways. On the side. Hey, look at me. Yeah. But we're working that out, and everything will come together shortly. But yeah, go ahead and check out that podcast. It'll either be dropped tonight or earlier in the morning. But we are working on that, and yeah, yeah. I think that's the longest intro we've had. (laughs) Yeah. Six-minute intro. <laughs> well, okay. that's what I'm saying, you know, when I do this. If it feels good, and we just go roll with it. We yeah. don't stop. Okay, well, I'm going to make you start this time because I always start. Okay, well, that, well, the stories for today is I'm going to cover first Misery Hill in California, then Lexi's covet, cover, part of the covenant. <laughs> Lexi's doing the Omni. Shoreham Hotel. Shorthand, longhand hotel. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do Monster of Elizabeth Lake. And then She's I'm going to do Lord Baltimore Hotel. Lord Baltimore Hotel. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. See? And then I'm going to do the Hollywood sign in California. I'm done with the California for a while, but what I do is, guys, I just get in there on the computer one night. What? Can you hear my sticky pad? Huh? Can you hear my sticky notepad? Oh, well, you was just, this is all you was doing. I didn't want to interrupt you talking. What was I saying? The computer. What was I saying? What you were doing one night. Oh, I went blank. You sorry, baby. Dad. Sorry, guys. Gosh. Anyways. Oh, the Hollywood sign. Yeah, yes. the Hollywood sign. Yeah. Anyways, I'm done with California, and what I'm saying is when I... Do this, I just get on there and look up scary stories or legends, and then I just pick about 10, 10 topics and talk about them. But I got some more stuff. We got some more stuff coming up, though. Uh, a friend of mine was telling me about some stuff in uh, Granberry. Give a shout-out to her for that information. Thank you. And she was telling me about some other places. So, heck to the yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. Misery Hill. Misery Hill. That sounds like <laughs> Silent Hill. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Are you going to look at pictures? Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm oh. just getting in. Yeah, sorry. So if you noticed last episode, or it was the special, Dad had his uh, computer to the side up so he could see kind of stuff. Oh, I yeah. know it sucks for you guys that can't see, but if you look up and you're listening, you can look along too. So, Yeah. Yeah, uh, right now I'm on, I just looked up Misery Hill in California, and I know oh, the name of the site's www.legendsofamerica, and it's the spook of Misery Hill. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, well. See, California's another place that really intrigues me because of, you know, number one, there's Hollywood there, and then number two... Well, there's just, like, so many, like, you had lost the, uh, souls in California. You had the big gold rushes and stuff, you know, people coming from all over. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I won't screw it up this time. So, I won't screw it up this time. We will start with the Misery Hill in California. Do you want to calm down? Yes. Good. Okay. Tom Boyers was a miner on Misery Hill near Pike City, California. He worked alone. He didn't really like hanging out with people. He, was, he wasn't he was one of these guys that go down to the bars and the saloons in town. And <clears throat> They said he was a very, very secluded man, would only come into town to get supplies, stuff like that. And he uh, that, that's about all he did. He didn't, I mean, he just didn't like people. Well, 
he was uh had a mining up there well one uh he you know was mining up there they didn't say for how long or anything but he was up there mining the spot he found and bought well uh one day he came up missing he'd been missing for a couple of days and they noticed he used to come in at the same time every month you know to get supplies mm. so every month he was coming in getting supplies well he uh didn't show up for two days you know and they're like something's wrong because he's been you know he comes this time of the month to get supplies for his mining and you know something something's up well he uh they got to looking around the cabin and uh i guess towards the back side of the property for some reason he was walking back there and he slipped and fell down a uh into like a big slope, like an ravine, and the landslide bottled him. Uh, I mean, bottled him up and just you know crushed him. Uh. So uh, they looked. They at first they went to his house, looked around. They found footsteps, and then that's how they found him. They found his footsteps going back to the back part of the property where the uh, slope was, and uh, they seen the. Uh, footsteps in a slide and they I think they seen his hand or something sticking out but he was dead wow that's yeah sucks. well he was really like i said he was a loner didn't like strangers didn't want people coming around and um right after he died i mean it started out the first person that bought it started he started you know haunting them because nobody has seen him, nobody said anything that there was ghosts up there because nobody lived up there, claimed his uh, his deal. Well, uh, that's a Jim guy. Yeah, Jim Brandon. He bought the mine when he died. And it said a bank it for a couple months, like I said, and this guy bought it. Well, this guy started making money and turning, you know, finding gold. Wasn't making a, I mean, it wasn't like, making millions but he was making was a decent rich, living but he was like yeah yeah well he uh started noticing stuff when he got up in the morning like the uh the rain the rain the water would be turned on his uh the trough thing that the water would come down you know so they could mm -hmm. sift the i mean just stuff like that would be messed with like somebody was actually trying to mine well Get kept going on, kept going on, and uh, he just—it was driving him nuts. Cause every morning he'd go around and search around for trespassers, looked if he could see anything. But every day it was the same thing. Like somebody was mining while he was at in bed at night. Well, uh, one night he stayed up with a loaded gun, and about sometime in the middle of the night, he was sitting there and uh. He thought he'd seen somebody walking around his property. Well, he started following the guy. And uh, he noticed, when he started following the guy, that's when he noticed a sign on a tree. It says, Thomas Burroughs claimed it's, it's ground for mining. Oh. Yeah, and it wasn't <laughs> there before. <laughs> and uh, that's great. when he went to take the note off of the tree... He got a sharp pain in his hand and his went like to his shoulder. He just was like, ah. Well, then he heard the sound of running water. So when he went to uh, when he went to the sleuth to the sleuth. Oh no no, when he was going to check out the uh, what the water was running for, he noticed the. Uh, Letters, the letters glowing uh, again, and an, like another sign. And he's like, what the <laughs> heck? But this time, it just said uh, his name. It didn't really say the whole, but the he whole was spiel. like, what the heck? Well, then he started hearing a pick, you know, like digging in the ground, you know. And he thought, man, there's no way that could be that Thomas guy working. He's dead. And uh, he got to looking, and he did something and made the ghost kind of sit up and turn around and look at him. And he said it was Thomas. He looked at him with white hair and black eyes. I mean, his eyes were like black sockets. Oh, 
Heck no. Well, the, this guy Jim got his gun and shot like once or twice. Shot, uh, shot at him. Then he started running after. Then the ghost started running after him with the pickaxe pick that was in his hand. So imagine he shoots at this ghost. Then the ghost does its god awful ah, scream and comes, you know, running after him. Uh, I'm out of there. <laughs> <clears throat> he and they say he ran all the way to P uh, Pike City, you know, the town that he lived by. Mm -hmm. He ran all the way to Pike City, and when he got there, Jim was lying on the ground, and the axe and the shovel. You know, that that guy had chasing him was laying by him, too, with the initials TB. But uh, the but the gym guy wasn't hurt or nothing. He was just like... He's just like, he got to town and he just... Because he hauled that ass. I mean, think about it. You know, you're looking at this... What you think is a person that's coming in and mining your gold. And you wake up and you're watching one night. And it's this freaking ghost. Yeah. And then when you shoot at it... Because back then, you know, ghosts weren't... They didn't talk about ghosts that much. Not like they do now. Yeah. So people just thought it was BS. So he's like, man, that's that's a ghost. That's somebody. He's supposed to shoot. And that, like I said, he turned around ah! and started chasing him. And that poor man, like I said, ran all the way there. And they say he left and never returned. I would do the he same thing. He left that night. He grabbed whatever he, grabbed whatever he could. And he got as far away from there. He, and they never heard from him again. Uh, but after that, yeah. nobody bought that property and mined it. I mean, somebody probably might own it now, but no one's mining it. But after that, no one bought it to mine it because of that. And when was that? That was Misery Hill in California. No, like what year? Oh, that was, they didn't give a specific year. Oh, but like it was mining time. Yeah, because so it, it was probably like, I don't know, the four. Uh, it, uh, 1849 was a big gold rush time, and mm. there was a lot of gold rush times. Just kind of hard to say. Jeez. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so okay. what is your story, grab a Okay, well, I'm going to be doing the Omni Shoreham Hotel in Washington, D.C. Okay. So, here's the thing if you want to write down the times. Yeah, because that's <coughs> when you started. So, the Omni Shoreham Hotel, it featured fireproofing, running ice water, um, an indoor ice rink, and elevators. And this was in the 1930s. And it cost roughly $4 million dollars. <laughs> To open this thing. Four and million dollars? Yeah. Jesus. And that was back then. I don't know how much money that's worth now. Well, and which one is it? What store is this one? The Omni Shoreham Hotel. Jesus. I have to see this sucker. So it opened October 30th, 1930. I that's just... a lot of money back then. <laughs> so as soon as it opened, they brought in like 5,000 people and it guested slash housed um, Judy Garland, Aretha Franklin, Bill Cosby and many more people. And the Beatles stayed there during, the their, first <laughs> the during their first trip to the U.S. Um, and room number 870, or 870, whatever you want to, however you want to pronounce it, is said to be haunted. And then the fight song for the Washington Redskins is written in the Blue Room. I don't know what the blue room is or where it is. It didn't say. Hmm. Um, and it was written August 17th, 1938. What town did you say this was again? Washington, D.C. That's what I figured. I better go put Washington. <clears throat> so. <coughs> um, okay. There was a minority uh, shareholder. Uh, like he helped own it, and he lived this this family or slash person helped own it um, for like a short time. He was a wealthy businessman, and they moved or he moved with his family. Jesus Christ, that's Damn. it. Damn. 
know. That's it? Jeez, this thing is huge, people. <laughs> I haven't seen it. That's Damn. like the high school in Weatherford. Whoa, that thing is humongous. Wow. wow. Okay. I didn't see pictures. I don't really look at pictures and stuff. When I research, maybe I should start doing that. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So anyway, this person that half owned the hotel, he moved in with his family at one point to a room on the eighth floor with the housekeeper. Um, mm, one day, the housekeeper woke up ill and tried to call for help. Well, the phone was found off the hook, and it was, like, not plugged in. That was kind of what it meant back then, and that's kind of, like, the expression. It was not plugged in, and the phone was, like, not in the... What is it called when it, it was like not in the holes that oh, it sits it was, in? Oh, it wasn't hung up, the phone? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. hung up. Um, and it, it was like hanging off of the desk. Well, the rest of the family also died in the room later, either from suicides or drug overdoses. Um, and the remainder of the family, which ended up only being the husband, <laughs> or like the guy who partly owned the hotel, he left the hotel in 1973 Four decades of residence. So he lived there for 40 years. And then he was like, I can't enough. I can't. I'm leaving. I'm, leaving. I'm done. So they shut off the hotel or the the room from the rest of the hotel. And that room is 870. <laughs> 870? So, Jeez. Well, that tells you right there how big that place is. Room 870. Yeah, that's true. I never did think about that. I was just jotting down my stuff. Okay, so... They get noise complaints from that room. And a reminder, this room is closed off. Um, sorry. my I read that wrong. Really? The next part. It says... <laughs> Jesus. Um, the hallway, like, has... The hallway outside of it, like, the... Y'all know what I mean. The stuff outside the door like moves all the time, and there's like unexplainable, unexplainable <laughs> <laughs> breezes right next to the room. And there's a piano apparently that you can hear in the room, but there's no piano in the room. So, like, you'll hear piano music, but there's no piano in this room. That's messed or up, or anywhere on the eighth floor. Apparently. See, that's why I'm never gonna get a piano. <laughs> yeah, pianos are always haunted, man. But that's what I'm going to give you and your husband for a wedding gift. If I'll you get do a that, nice piano. No. <laughs> okay, so in 1997, they did renovations, and a worker fell to his death from the balcony. Hey, God. And it didn't say how far up he was, but it had to be pretty far up for him to die. So, well, then they started noticing flickering lights and sounds. There was dresser drawers in one of the rooms, or a lot of them, that would just, like, be pulled out on their own. Like, not a little out, like, all the way out. Cabinets would open or be left open. And they think that was, like, the housekeeper mm, that died It's always in there. the housekeeper. Well, and, like, the housekeeper would go in the... Another housekeeper, not the one that died, would go in there and fix it, like, push the dresser drawers back in. And close the cabinets. Well, then she'd come back and they'd be open again. So she's just like, forget it. And she walked out. Well, then she'd come back in and they'd be shut again. That's crazy. And then there's this little girl that, run around, that runs around the halls with this older woman. And there's this blood stain that appears out of the blue on the carpet. And there's this man that, like... You can also see sometimes appear next to the blood stain, like he's been bleeding to death. Mm. But then it, he disappears as quickly as he appeared with the blood stain. So, and also it says sometimes people don't check out. Like, <laughs> I guess some people die in the hotel whenever they check in. Yeah, I. What the hell? Ex yeah, well, I'm gonna die. I just checked in, so I'll see y'all later. Yeah, pretty much. What time is your checkout? I mean, death. <laughs> so there was a suicide in room 667. Ooh, this... I wouldn't even have stayed in that room. Yeah. It starts out creepy, 667. Oh, imagine staying in room 666. Oh, screw that. Yeah, I wonder if they even have that room. I wonder if they like just built know. up. Like, I wonder if they didn't even. It would be a great place to do a podcast. It would, but 
I mean, <laughs> the hotel itself. Okay, so they had to have a priest bless that room so the staff could work, because I guess they had to go in there and, like, do the daily cleaning and stuff, and they couldn't even do it, so they had to have a priest come bless the room. Yeah. I don't want to stay in that room. <laughs> no. Okay, so then this maid that lived at the hotel, I guess, whenever it first opened up, the, um, her and her daughter died in that hotel, and then the dad left after everyone died. So they're haunting the hotel also. <coughs> um, well, then this ghost named Julie, oh, that's creepy. That is. <laughs> um, likes to rearrange furniture. She likes to talk to a lot of people. Like, you can hear her voice. Mm, she's a talker. And she talka, whispers talka. in people's ears. She flicks on and off the lights. Well, at least she's not flipping you off. And she gives you, like, this really, really weird feeling, like, whenever you, like, walk past her or something. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't understand, like, half the history, because they didn't really give, like, a lot of history. just gave, like, what happens at the hotel. But it is really creepy, especially the part where they were like, some people don't check out, man. That just happens. You mean there's no uh, lady in white running around? Oh, and this story didn't say anything about that one, but I'm there's pretty no, sure. There's um, no, I don't know. Um, bridesmaids? In yeah, bridesmaids didn't kill herself. or. There wasn't bridesmaids, but there was suicides in this one. So, half and half. Wow. But, yeah, that hotel is huge. I didn't yeah. realize it. That's one huge. Yeah, that is a huge-ass hotel. Okay. So, it's your turn, daddy -o. Well, well, well. Welly, 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 well. You got your pen ready for the time. Let me get a little drink here. <clears throat> Hurry up. Our people want to hear. Uh, okay. Uh. Mine is the monster of Elizabeth Lake. Where is this at? What do you mean? Oh, California. <laughs> Where is this at? <laughs> well, you clicked right when you said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It's like me looking at uh, some donuts and going, hey, can I have one? No, I meant them. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> In L.A. County near Paul Palmdale is the oldest lake in the state. Legend has it that the devil made the lake and stuck his pet in it. Ooh. <laughs> I thought you were about to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> stuck his pet in it. <laughs> Uh, <sighs> dirty minded, it's okay. Legend, okay. You sidetracked me there with that. Stuck I'm sorry. <laughs> they say if you swim deep enough, you can find caverns. There have been no sightings since. Oh, well, speaking about the caverns, uh, where this lake sets and where's its where its area sets, it's right on the uh, that fault line in California. The I want to say San Andreas fault line. It's the one that causes all the earthquakes. But oh, that's, that's where this uh, lake is over. And they say, like they say, if you go deep enough, you can find caverns and stuff because it's part of that. Thingy. Yeah. The, yeah. And apparently it's pretty deep. I didn't, I'm not, didn't pull up the pictures or anything for this one because there really isn't a picture. There's one, but it's like black and white and. Yeah, not so, really worth your time. It's one of these old uh, California legends. But anyways, there have been sightings there since 1886. Dang. Yeah. The, when a Spaniard came, Don Pedro Carli Carli Car Car Carlito. Car no. <laughs> Carlio. Carlio. There we go. Don Pedro Carlino, in the 1830s, he built a farm there. But one day, a fire, a suspicious fire broke out and burnt everything to the ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> and then, in the 1850s, some uh, settlers tried ex establishing a homestead there 
but at at night screams and unnatural noises visions and other uh, experiences drove them away so while they was trying to sleep that i guess it's in a valley too so it just You'd hear noises all through that valley at night. Man, said. that valley has a party. <laughs> yeah. What's the Devil's Lake? Jeez. Uh, let's not go there. Yeah, we're going there to swim. Satan would be like, yeah. I want you to take pictures of all the caverns they say it's down there, okay? Mm. No, I'd probably never come <laughs> out. <laughs> well, then after they them guys left, Don Chico Lopez and Don Chico Vasquez... They made a horse ranch there along the lake for several months. Everything was going good. They had good livestock going and was getting some good horses. But all of a sudden, they had their livestock started coming up missing, and other animals started disappearing around the ranch. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said it late at night. You could see the sh the a giant shadowed winged... Uh, winged like creature you could see their their shadow on the ground and it would over you know it passed them in the house and they didn't like <laughs> yeah no. on, on a good full moon they said you could see that casting a shadow flying around at night yeah i'm out <laughs> well after that they started seeing you know the still the shadow of the creature then they started seeing the creature they would try to shoot at him, but the bullets would bounce off. Well, then they started having, not only are they dealing with this, their livestock's disappearing. Now the ranch hands are going, oh, sorry, we know Ricky here. I wouldn't either. <laughs> They're like, bye. <laughs> this is unsafe working conditions. I cannot work here. That would, yeah, that, that would be me. Yeah, well, when the... Uh, Ranch hands started leaving one after another. They was forced to sell it. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Miguel Leon Leonis bought the ranch. He worked as a uh, he. Oh. He was a uh, Bosque immigrant, and I don't know what that means. I sh guess I should have looked that up. Duh. Well, some people might know what it means. Well, I know he's an immigrant. means they came from another country. He's a type of immigrant. That so, sounds really... Yeah, like so I'm, if I'm... I'm not being racist. I'm, I don't know what the heck that means. Maybe <laughs> it means like he's... I don't know if it's Irish or Spanish immigrant or... Uh, yeah. I don't know. It could be anything. <laughs> but um, he bought the ranch and he controlled a large... This guy had a apparently a chunk of money and had a lot of land in california Ooh, he was all richer yeah he was a big big wig and he owned a lot of land in california and he got a lot of the land by screwing people out of it so he sounded like a great guy too hmm. that's always nice. he would run off you know he'd run off uh squatters and uh other people that would, you know, sitting on property, he'd either basically buy you out or shoot you out of it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, then once he got in there and all that and started making his homestead there, then his animals started coming up missing. So That's one night, him yeah. and his hands waited up and they waited up one night. They saw it and shot at him and the bullets were bouncing off. And somehow the creature was on the ground or something. Yeah, because he was eating an animal. Yeah, that's what it was. They found him eating an animal. They started shooting at him. And the uh, bullets were bouncing off. So this Miguel guy goes over there and hits him one time in the nose with the butt of his gun. And then jabs it right in his eye. Uh, okay. Yeah. And he was still alive? Oh, no. <laughs> then... Okay, he ran up to him, smacked him in the eye. Well, then the creature went back to the lake, and they say the creature was healing his eye. And then one day he headed to the... He flew out of the lake and headed east towards Arizona. Nobody's seen him since. But in 1890, several cowboys west of Tombstone, which is in Arizona... 
the uh, ranchers lured the this big creature into a trap and killed it. And ever since they've caught that tree, that creature, and that they say the creatures left the uh, lake in California, Elizabeth Lake. Mm-hmm. They've never seen it. Mm. It's one of them stories where it's got a lot of fact in it, a but lot of fact, sure. but you don't know. Well, because eh. if it's apparently like the devil, then like it's not dead. Well, like I said, there is only one picture, and it was a black and white picture of them cowboys that shot him. But you know how them old black and white pictures were. Yeah, that's true. But that's a pretty cool story because that's one of them legends that you really can't sit there and go, it's 100% real or 100% BS. Let's go to that lake. (laughs) Let's go try it out. Hey, the monster's gone, so we'd have fun. Watch it actually still be there. Watch it have a baby and the baby's in there. 2,500 babies. That's what's slowly taking over the world. No. (laughs) Jeez. Okay. So I'm going to be doing, oh, I just marked myself, <laughs> the Lord Baltimore Hotel in Baltimore, Maryland. Hey, this is where I went for vacation with my friend. She's what? from Baltimore. Oh, you went to the town. You didn't go to the hotel? No, I didn't go to the town. You can look it up. Oh, what was it? Uh, the Lord Baltimore Hotel. Lord Baltimore. Yeah, no, I didn't go to the hotel. I went to the town because my best friend's from Baltimore. I didn't go to the hotel. Oh, no, dummy. Ouch. Okay. Uh, so this hotel was built in 1928, and it's a 23-story, 440-room property, and it's 25,000, no, tw- 20,000 acres. Or no, not acres, sorry. I'm messing up. It's 20,000 square foot. There we go. Okay. So in, this doesn't really have, like, a lot of histories, but... In 2013 and 2014, they had a renovation. Well, (laughs) and it became the largest Mm -hmm. building in the state at the time and the tallest. So that renovation made it that. Well, then it was named the founder of Maryland Colony. Um, And then in... 1883 it was bought by partnership and it was renovated in 1985 so it's been renovated twice so so far there's been 20 minute documented suicides Mm. there's been a lot of them happened during the great depression because people would jump from the 19th floor the rooftop deck that makes sense. It's kind of like that bridge I did in California. Oh, yeah. Um, there was this one where this couple would jump. This couple jumped off with their uh, child off the building. Dang, look at that. It's not as, like, wide, but it looks. Oh, oh that's it right there. That's pretty dang tall. Dang, yeah, that's it right there. Wow. I think I passed that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so this couple jumped off the building with their child. Well, the child has been seen wearing a white dress and playing with the red ball. And then her favorite floor is the 19th floor. Probably because she died on that floor. Mm, that's always my favorite. I love to go back to the floor where I committed suicide. So... The front desk receives calls about the little girl running around the hallways, and, like, people are complaining about it, but they're like, there's, okay, they go check it out, and there's nothing there. Well, then there's also the handprint of a ch- of the child on the wall, and it never goes away. People have quit the j- their job because this little girl has chased them down the hallways. Screw that. Yeah. Um, and apparently she's a prankster. She likes to hide the TV remotes. And she likes to make the elevator go to the Sounds 19th like my floor kids. all by itself. Like, they'll want to go somewhere else. And it's like, nope, we're going to go to the 19th floor today, guys. So, the craziest thing that got me was, it was like, um, people have quit their job over it. <laughs> like, how much hauntings do you have to do to one person to make them quit? It'd have to be pretty bad. But Which, if I was... some people are like, they see a ghost and they're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> If so, I was getting messed with, I would. Yeah, same. But, um, that's, it, that was a really short story, but that's kind of Oh, well, heck, know. never mind. I was going to... Watch a video or something? Yeah, while you was talking. You're done? Uh, yes. The hell's 
didn't write mine down. It's fine. We can go back on our whenever we. Uh, okay, I'm gonna do the Hollywood sign. The Hollywood sign. The Hollywood. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna pull that up because I want you to. That man, she was a beautiful young lady, but that is is so sad, people, because like she was a big fish where she was from, because she was a. Uh, from Broadway, and she went out there to make her way in the world today. Which, and it's really sad in California because half the people there, or almost all of them, are like, okay, I want to be somebody, and they get rejected the very first time. And instead of trying more, they're like, okay, I just want to give up. I'm, this, yeah. Somebody told me I'm not going to be somebody. And, I mean, with this, like, podcast thing, how many people told us we're not going to make it? How many people told us our entire lives we suck? Yeah, how many people say, I was stupid doing a podcast. And, I mean, look at us now. I mean, we're not that big. I mean, but, I mean, but to we're, us, we are. Yeah, to us, it's everything. We really like it. But, I mean, to a lot of people, especially in California, that's like their dreams and everything. And, I mean, they get told no and they can't live. So. Yeah. Let me find that site because there's a one. It's a quit. It's haunted. It's going. The thing was going by itself. <laughs> well, that's like that special we tried to Jesus do. Jesus Christ! Took for yes. And if it does ever. not get uploaded when it's supposed to, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, that's her. Pretty, wasn't oh, she? Oh wow, she is really, really pretty. Yeah. I'm telling. You, there's one picture reminds me of uh, Ashley, but I can't find it. Anyways. <laughs> That was her. Oh, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Hollywood sign. The Bollywood sign. Her name was Becky... It... It... Ant Whistle? Yeah. It Whistle... Peg It was an up-and-coming actress on Broadway, which is in New York. That's... That's... That's not... that. That's not like... Acting in front of a camera. That's actually doing it live on stage in yeah, front like of people. Yeah, like the musicals and stuff. That's what a lot of people do. They'll go to Broadway and get their acting down. And then they'll shoot for Hollywood. Or some people do Hollywood first and then Broadway. Just but depends anyways. on what you're made for. And then from there, or she was uh, in Broadway on the early 20s to the uh, 30s. So she apparently had a pretty good career there. Then she made the... Uh, I hope that was them playing. Then she made the move to L.A. or Hollywood, you know, to become the next big actress. But she struggled finding work. Then she was out of work, and in a sea of the, oh, in a sea of pretty faces, she just got like kind of lost in the mix. She did get a big role, but then she got cut for another chick. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, they, well, that's how they are, you know. Yeah, oh, that. you're beautiful. You got the job. Oh, but she's better looking, and she kissed me, and, you know. <laughs> I want her because she her boobs pop. Anyways, that's a whole new different podcast about Hollywood. Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> Ugh, they've, they've been getting in a lot of trouble for being pervs. But anyways, so she, uh, you know, was really depressed, really down on the look, you know. And, hey, man, that's another thing. You know, you, I mean, I fight depression. Lexi fights depression. You know, everyone yeah, in mean, our family does. It, it's really rough, man. It that's is. why we do what we do to help us. But that's what I recommend because, I mean, it hasn't been easy. You know, I lost my wife in 2012 and been raising the kids and all that, and it's not easy. And this is my my outlet, my way to relieve my stress or depression. But find what makes you, you know, keep well, your mind off. Find what makes you it. happy and everything, and just go you know, from there and do it. You know, because fight them and depression sucks. And it, you know, it just yeah. don't lead anything good. And, of course, back then there really wasn't a whole lot of pills about depression. I don't think people even knew a whole lot about it. Yeah, you couldn't do what you do now for So, she got a, on September 16th. Oh, two days before my birthday. No, thank yes, you. <laughs> on September 16th, 1932, stricken with grief. She, uh, you know, was drinking, and she walked up. Are you hearing that, or is that me? I'm hearing it, but I'm ignoring it. Let's keep on. I'm going to keep guys. my headphones off so I can hear. It's driving me nuts. Well, I'm sitting here trying to tell that story, and every now and then I'll hear, like a creepy scream. 
We and told the kids to be quiet while we're doing this, but I mean, like. But this, I don't, this is, man, and I'm Jackson's telling you. wrestlers are back here. So we every time we freaking do a podcast, something creepy happens. Anyways, on that night, of course, she got drunk and depressed and jumped off. I mean, <laughs> killed herself. Well, when she was found the next day, a, a hitchhiker found her body. And uh, with her, she only had one shoe, her purse, and a, and a jacket. And her suicide note said, I'm afraid, I'm a coward, sorry for everything. If I would have done this a long time ago, I would not have... If I could have done this a long time ago, I would have saved a lot of pain. And then she put P.E. Dang. See ya. But right after that, the ghost started uh, emerging in the 1940s after the... uh, the H, and that's what was crazy. She didn't really start haunting it or anything. There wasn't a whole lot of sightings on her till the H fell over one day, and they had to go up there and push it back up. Then after that, she's been haunting just it. it yeah. The Hollywood sign. They should have just made it the Hollywood sign yeah. instead of the Hollywood sign. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she, that's what's so crazy. She didn't start haunting it or anything until... Until they freaking fixed that sign. Yes. They renovated it. That's what it was. But... Then, you know, that's when she started haunting. And then they say it's it's a big hike trail now and jogging trail. Hikers and stuff go up there. And they say they'll they'll sometimes you'll smell her first or smell like a real beautiful cologne. And then you'll uh, turn around and there she is or she's in front of you or, you know. But she just pops out of the blue like that on people. What if she's, like, so, trying to take more souls? Like, if she I pops out know. in front of you, like, right when you're at the well, cliff? Well, two, sure. Per- two, I don't know if... I don't know if she knows she's dead, maybe, or maybe she just stuck there because she committed suicide. I don't know. Hmm. You know, but... Maybe she's having trouble moving on towards the light. A lot yeah. of ghosts have that issue. Yeah, that too, with her, with her having her hopes up and really wanting to make it to Hollywood. That is sad. I hate stories like that. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to do... This is... That's your, that was your last story, right? Yes, it was. Okay. Pumpkinhead. I'm going to do... You can look this one up, too. I never did look it up. You can then do... how did you do research? You know what I mean. You know what I mean, cuz... I'm gonna... <laughs> ah, that I'm, jacket's tight. Shut up. I'm gonna do the Hampton Lily Bridge House. This is in Georgia. Hampton... Okay, so it's, it's the Hampton Lily Bridge. Just keep reading. I mean, writing. I mean, keep doing this. I can read that. I don't okay. need you to tell me. So, this was a built originally. Ridge- See, you this can't was even tell the story. <laughs> this was built originally by Hampton Lily Bridge in 1796. After he died, the wife renamed. Uh, remarried and sold the house. Um, I'm sorry, it, but this is creeping me the fuck out. I hear a voice. I'm sorry. Did you hear that? I knew it's it. It's the freaking kids. I knew it. Hang on. Sorry. Daddy has to go to it yell at him. Me nuts. Um, he's going to go Daddy. check on him. And I'm going to continue reading. So, excuse all the stories and stuff of um, that. Yeah, sorry about that. You can, uh, you can, you can hear. I'm sorry. Okay, so, um, okay, so, anyway, let me, like, restart this little issue because we kind of had the little setback and it kind of set me out of my zone. Okay, so this was built originally by Hampton Lillibridge in 1976. 1996, I'm sorry. I mean, 1796, God. (laughs) After he died, the wife remarried and sold the house. Well, the house has been bought and sold numerous times. Um, And at one time, it was a boarding school. Well, a a sailor hung himself on the third story of the house. I said third. (laughs) I said third. Third story of the house. Um, and then 1963, the house and the neighboring house bought, was bought, and they got restored. Both of them did. Well, one of them collapsed when it was renovated. 
um, and it somebody got crushed to death. Whenever they moved the houses, because they moved them to a new location, so whenever they got moved, strange things started happening. Like, tools and equipment of the construction workers disappeared. Well, also there is this great fire in uh, 1820. And many paranormal incidents and tragic deaths and stories of ghosts has happened since then. Well, okay, so after they moved the houses and stuff, there was um, a lot of ghosty stuff that had happened so there was a lot of mocking laughter and footsteps and shadowy figures that were seen and heard i mean the ghosts were laughing at them <laughs> that's shy. messed up yeah well then they saw a shadowy figure one day and followed it to stop uh like to see what happened or like you know see like hey what's going on so they followed it to the top story of the house and it disappeared behind the locked door and they couldn't open the locked door well then the neighbors <laughs> see a shadowy man in a black suit at the house and they also hear eerie music um eerie. and laughter like it's a party but no one's there and while they were renovating and moving the houses they found a crypt um during the relocation. That's a bad looking little house. Well, and half of the crypt was filled with water. Eh. So it didn't say that much about it, but that's kind of what they said. Um, the crypt was made out of tabby from, so they said it was from the colonial, colonial? Colonial. Colonial times. Colonial. And the workers sealed it and reburied it. So that might have stirred up some crap. And yeah. the current owner says nothing happened, but I kind of think that's a little crap because of all the ghost stuff that was happening. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't you stop all of a sudden? I don't understand that either. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't we haven't believe. had any reporting. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Okay. Thought I heard your dog at the door, like him scratching or something. Oh, we're almost done I anyway, know. so. Yeah, sorry about that little intuition. After you left, I was so, stuttering so bad, and I was like, D -d 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 I can't talk. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. And sorry about that, like, last 10 minutes. The kids were not listening. Yes, they know when we come back and record, they need to be quiet. And they weren't. But, okay, I think that's it. Um, you guys, don't forget now. Go to our email. At... Ghost stories still from the south at gmail.com. Get your own email. Wow. And then make sure to check us out on Facebook at Ghost Stories Till from the South and Instagram and Twitter at South Texas Ghost. And make sure to check us out on Spotify. Oh, uh, Stitcher, iTunes. I don't have anything and about Google stuff Play. yet on Patreon, but I'm getting we're getting our Patreon page going. And thank you to everybody once again in the states. It means so much. And thank you to everybody. Oh, thank in you, everybody. Austria, Bangladesh, Ireland, UK, Germany, 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 Germany. Freak! Germs. I can't talk. <laughs> thank you to everybody. It means it's so much. It's been fun, man. Yes, it toys. Episode 13's in the hatch. Woo! <laughs> Okay, well, we'll see you guys later. Have a wonderful night. Mm, goobly gobbly. Bye. <laughs>